Hi everyone, I'm sure we've heard about the SMART goals, right? Today I'm going to talk about the SMARTER goals. Hi everyone, I'm Swati Arora. I'm an NLP practitioner and a certified life coach. Last week I came to you with why goals are important. This week I'm talking about the entire goal setting process using the NLP technique which is well-defined outcome. Well, by far, I'm sure we've seen a lot of goal setting tools, but let me tell you, this tool surpasses all the others. Because goals which are set out in a proper format, trust me, the probability of them achieving is much, much more higher than the earlier one. And that is the reason why today I'm bringing to you this NLP Techniques well-defined outcome. It's a very powerful goal setting tool. I have personally used it for myself and a lot of my clients as well and it's really really worked wonders for me right so I'm gonna tell you step-by-step -step process of this watch this video right till the end because each step is very critical in helping you achieve your goals so the first point on well-defined outcome is state your goal in positive always state your goal in positive a lot of times when I ask people what do you want they generally tell me what they don't want rather than what they want we need to always set our goals in positive which means they should be towards your outcome and not take you away from the outcome because and the reason why i'm saying that is because it's scientifically proven our brain does not process the word no or don't let me give you that with an example i'll show it to you right now okay um imagine if i were to tell you don't think about that amazing beach vacation that you had last time. Don't think about the cool breeze that was flowing in from the sea. Don't think about the chilled glass of beer that you had in your hand. Well, I bet by now you already had that, you're already imagining that beer uh, glass in your hand and that chilled beach vacation, isn't it? That's exactly what the power of no is. When we tell our mind not to do something, the mind obviously starts on doing that thing. So rather than saying, I don't want to lose my job, I would rather say, I want to work on keeping my job stable or I want to get a better job, right? Rather than saying, I don't want to get anxious when my boss scolds at me, I would rather say, I want to work on maintaining my state of mind when my boss scolds at me. Rather than saying, I want to lose 30 kgs, I would say, I want to become fit or I want to gain this much weight by, this, by the end of this year. That's what I'm saying, state your goal in positive. The next point about the well-defined outcome is evidence frame or the evidence procedure, which means what will happen when, you, when your goal is realized or accomplished. Now, this is very important because a lot of times people don't know what will happen, what their goal is. And that's why I say I combine this point with being specific. Involve all your senses, your VAKs, your visual, auditory and kinesthetic senses and see what exactly will you feel, what exactly will you hear, what exactly will you see when your goal is accomplished. For example, I'll just give you an example. A lot of people say, I want to be a successful businessman by the end of this year. Well, is that a specific evidence procedure? I would say no, because success, the definition of success could be different for different people. It could be different for me, it could be different for you. What exactly are you looking at when you accomplish that goal? I want to be a successful businessman, which means I will have two offices by the end of this year. I will have so much money in my bank balance uh, as a saving, or I will have so many employees working for me, etc, etc. That's how you will say that it's a specific goal involving all your VAKs. 
involving an evidence frame as well. For example, if you are set out to write a book, what will be your evidence frame? That I will see my book in my hand, I could feel my book, I would be able to see exactly how the book looks like and I will be able to even smell the book's aroma. That's what I call an evidence frame and that's which will be quantifiable as well, measurable as well when you actually achieve the outcome. The third point that I want to talk about is that the goal needs to be compelling. While I understand that goals sometimes overwhelm us, you know, uh, but try and understand this. When I say goals must be compelling, which means this is something that really pushes you or pulls you towards itself. Imagine Sachin Tendulkar when he did his century the first time, the next time it will not be a goal, right? He will have a higher target or a higher goal for himself next time. And the same is the case with anyone. If you already achieved something, would you keep that as your goal? No. So it, any goal has to be compelling. Something which I say, some a goal should be such that which will never let you sleep, which will actually wake you up from your sleep and say that, you know, push you towards achieving that every single day. Well, I know that sometimes such compelling goals are very, very overwhelming and very, very tireful, tiresome for the mind as well. What you need to do is you need to chunk them down in that case. For example, if you set out a target for yourself, say, I want to be, be earning revenue of a million dollar by the end of this year. Well, that sounds like a pretty huge goal, right? How do you chunk it down? What's going to be my six monthly plan? What's going to be my quarterly plan? What's going to be my monthly plan? So break it down into pieces and then review your performance after every month rather than going right till the end. So that's how you keep your goal compelling as well as very realistic. Talking about compelling goals, the next thing that comes to my mind is checking on your ecology or your being mindful about your environment. I call it a quality control check. Well, there are a lot of people who are very ambitious and they have they set out humongous targets for themselves which is good which is very nice but at the same time we need to be mindful about our environment about our own self as well is this goal that we are setting out for ourselves is this good for us is it good for my health is it good for my finances is it good for my personal relationships with others or is it going to damage any of these in any way you know, run that quality control check, be a devil's advocate, look at this aspect from a feet above and say, is this going to uh, help me or damage my relations in some way? And is there a better way to do it? So basically, this ecology check allows you to look at the goal from a realistic yet uh, a realistic approach, yet keeping your environment in mind. The next point is that it has to be a self-initiated and self-maintained goal. Well, a lot of times we design our goals because we've been urged or pushed by someone. My father wants me to become something or my, my husband wants me to become something or my friend wants me to pursue something. This goal will not ever be successful. You need to design your own goals because you want to do it, not someone else wants to do it. The second is it has to be dependent on you only. For example, it, it should not be dependent on someone else. I'll give you an example for that. A lot of times I ask people and they say, I want to get a promotion next year in the appraisal, in the appraisal cycle, or I want to marry this girl, or I want to, you know, take up this new job. Well, I would say that's not a, a well-defined goal as well. Why? Because 
while it is self initiated or while it is self uh, you know started but is it in your hand is it really completely dependent on you getting an appraisal involves someone else as well getting a yes for a marriage proposal involves someone else's decision as well i would rather put it in a way where i say i would work towards getting myself competent enough to get that appraisal or i would say i would work towards uh, you know giving a very impressive marriage proposal to that girl you know that's what i say is an a self initiated and self maintained goal but if you keep an outcome also which is not in your control that's not a good well defined goal that brings me to the last point of the well defined outcome but this is the most critical point which is state the resources that you need to achieve this goal well in nlp we believe completely nlp says that we have within us all the resources that we ever need which means if you want something to be done there is nothing which can stop you and that's exactly why baking in the resources in your goal setting process is also very very critical how you can bake in the resources is by being mindful and by actually listing down what resources do you already have to achieve your outcome what internal resources do you have now internal resources could be i have the capability i have the skill to achieve this goal i have the determination to achieve this goal i have the will power to achieve this goal etc etc what are the external resources that you may need i may need some more training in this particular aspect i may need a mentor i may want to go out and check for a mentor i may need some investment to be done for this particular goal to be achieved etc etc so those can be your external goals while uh, and this listing down of your internal and external goals external resources will allow you to help and go towards your goal in a much faster and organized way and that's very important in the entire goal setting process that you actually take a step ahead and say how am i going to achieve them now so that brings us to the end of our goal setting with your friends i would urge all of you to practice goal setting using the well defined outcome technique you can also approach me if you want me to set your goal